Hello, my name is Jacob Fenston. Welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Each year, billions of dollars in proceeds from criminal activity are laundered. The money goes through some kind of process to make it appear legal. It's estimated the amounts involved could be as much as 2 to 5% of the world's GDP. The same mechanisms that allow criminals to make their income appear legitimate also allow terrorists to conceal the sources of their funding. These activities not only provide cover for terrorists and criminals, they can also be destabilizing to a country's economy. The IMF is contributing to the fight against money laundering and terrorism financing by undertaking regular assessments of how well countries are complying with international standards designed to combat these crimes. It also has a team looking at the best policies and practices to fight money laundering. Jody Myers is a member of that team. Speaking to me earlier, he identified some of the activities leading to money laundering. We were talking about proceeds of crime, so all kinds of crime. Um, drug trafficking, which most people sort of know intuitively, but also large-scale financial fraud, tax fraud, and corruption. What do people do with these proceeds of crime to um, launder it, make it appear legitimate? How do people launder money? Some common methods are, and simple methods, have to do with simply moving cash across borders, setting up companies and uh, disguising the ownership and control of those companies. Another common way to launder money is to misrepresent the prices of goods in foreign trade. Uh, let's say a, there would be an export of a manufactured good like a washing machine from a country that makes them, like the U.S. The Colombian purchaser of those washing machines could represent the price to be significantly higher than the actual price, and this would be a way for them to send money across the border um, and to make that transfer of money look legitimate. After September 11, 2001, financing of terrorism was sort of added on to this anti-money laundering. What's the connection between money laundering and financing for terrorism? Well, they're related but also distinct concepts. Um, they're related in the sense that terrorists also like to and need to hide the source or the, the end use of their funding. But they're different phenomenon, too. In the case of money laundering, we're talking about disguising proceeds of crime on their way into the legitimate economy. In the case of terrorism financing, we're talking sometimes about taking legitimate proceeds of a job and using those proceeds to fund an illicit activity. So it's the opposite direction of movement. But the idea of concealing the source and, uh, and ownership of uh, and control of funds is the same. And how do these two things, money laundering and, and financing terrorism, potentially harm a country's economy? Um, because these phenomena are underground and not measured, they are fundamentally difficult uh, to quantify, if not impossible to quantify. And for that reason, uh, the IMF was a little reluctant to get involved in this business. But what we've seen over the past you know, 10 or 15 years is uh, a sort of steady flow of academic studies that make the case fairly compelling. Uh, for example, that corruption impedes growth. Um, growth is not the main concern of the IMF. The IMF is mainly concerned about financial stability, but we also see that proceeds of crime can affect a country's uh, stability, uh, economic stability. So, for example, when you have a, a fraud in, a, in the largest bank in, the, in an economy where you might have politically connected uh, insider dealing, you know, this 
disruption can affect the, the whole financial system in the country, and it can also seriously affect the fiscal position of the country. And I'd like to just go back to the example of the washing machines. Um, you know, we're, we're selling these washing machines to Columbia, and this money's being laundered back into the United States and being put into the, the mainstream economy. Is that harmful to the U.S. economy? Even I mean, that money's not going toward illegal activities once it gets laundered necessarily. Is that harmful? I think in order to understand the harm, you have to step back from the transaction. And, and basically, the harm comes from the fact that the criminal groups are allowed to keep the proceeds of their crime. The reason people care about money laundering is to try to prevent these criminals from gaining power and continuing to conduct uh, their criminal activities. And what are some of the challenges in terms of combating money laundering, especially in the area that the IMF is concerned with ass assessing um, how countries are doing? Well, in general, we see that countries are not doing very well. This is an expensive and difficult uh, area to deal with. It requires um, a lot of different government agencies. Um, and another thing is that we, we are very interested in the question about whether these measures are effectively achieving outcomes. We have now assessed about 80% of the fund's membership. These assessments are um, kind of an ordeal for everybody. We, we generate these 300-plus page uh, reports. They're very technical. And uh, what we see is that all countries are not the same. Different countries have different vulnerabilities. They have different kinds of financial industries. They have different kinds of um, criminal elements operating. And so we think that as we look to future assessments, that it makes sense to try to target our interventions in ways that are m more helpful and more germane to the country's real problems. Are there any success stories in this um, campaign against money laundering? Um, is there any evidence that it's getting more difficult for criminals around the world to launder money? Uh, I would hesitate to say that we have strong evidence that we're doing better. You know, unfortunately, criminals are very clever about hiding their uh, identities. And unfortunately, they've been able to take advantage of globalization. So we see increased cross-border activity, and it's easier to hide you know, the more uh, borders you can cross. At the same time, I think there is you know, increased political awareness of this issue. You have also, I think, the benefit of civil society really caring about issues like corruption and tax evasion. And those forces are all for the good uh, in terms of making financial behavior more transparent and empowering the authorities to identify and uh, trace proceeds of crime. That was Jody Myers with the International Monetary Fund on the fight against money laundering and financing of terrorism. To hear more podcasts, look us up at www.imf.org podcasts.